name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everyone. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. This is Limping on Cloud Nine. Jonathan, this is number 45. Man, we're, we're moving right along here. You know, 50 is around the corner, so we, we have to do something really big and special for 50. Yeah, it was that, uh, I think that was Mike Singletary's number, is that correct? 50, yes, it was. Yeah, it absolutely was. So today we're going to talk about something not as special as the one that we're going to do on 50, but fun nonetheless. Mm. I've had a ton of odd jobs throughout my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People know from this podcast, I used to mow lawns. I loitered at a record store. <laughs> um, other than that, let's see, what else do I do? I actually got groceries for my friend's grandma when I was a kid. I used to bring groceries in my little moped. Nice. I did that for a while. I did a bit of babysitting. I've done a lot of odd jobs. But my first actual job job where I got a physical paycheck from yeah. a payroll company, Yep. it was at, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. It was at a company called Showbiz Pizza, and at Showbiz Pizza, they had a character named Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese in the 80s was a character at Showbiz Pizza, but now the whole restaurant is called Chuck E. Cheese. So, so, all right, so you worked at Chuck E. Cheese, so what did you do there? What, what, was your, what was your job? <laughs> My job was supposed to be... A cook. And of course, me being the little idiot, I'd be like, but the place is Chuck E. Cheese is our character name. You got to throw on more cheese. Right. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So I did that. And because I was extremely tall, dot, 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 (laughs) I also fit into the uniform, the Chuck E. Cheese uniform. Oh, man. So you got to be the mascot. I got to be Chuck. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) It it, it sounds awesome. It sounds (laughs) awesome. But let me take you into the world of being a mascot. (laughs) It's probably a lot different being a mascot at Chuck E. Cheese than it is at Disney. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Disney, they they respect you at Disney and they want to come up to you. (laughs) Right. right? And it was really fun at Chuck E. Cheese. I love doing it. But, man, there's always one kid in a birthday party. There's always one that says, you're not Chuck E. Cheese. My dad tells me Chuck E. Cheese is not real. You're not supposed to really talk to the kids. I mean, every now and then I can. Right. But you're just supposed to nod and wave your hand. Exactly. And then, of course, I would only be waving my right hand, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So then every now and then a kid would say, I'm going to prove it to my friends you're not Chuck E. Cheese. And they'd either punch me or they'd kick me. Oh, man. Really hard. No kidding. And And... Yeah, and let me tell you, my mouth has a PhD in curse words. <laughs> I don't I don't exercise my degree on this podcast. These kids would kick me in the leg and the shin when a couple times I kicked in the shin, it hurt. I wanted to drop an F bomb really bad. No kidding. Right? And how how old were you? Uh, 15, no 14, kidding. 15. No. And, and I wanted to drop the F-bomb. I wanted to kick the kid back. I wanted to do so <laughs> many things. Although it would have got me fired, it still would have been worth it. And remember, <laughs> this was in the 80s, so there was no YouTube. Right, right? exactly. If, if, if Chuck E. Cheese wailed on a kid, 
That would, it wouldn't be that, on YouTube. That would have been right? one for the ages, though. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. So how was right. it? How was it putting on the uniform? Like, was it harder for you to walk? Like with the uniform on, and like, could you get your other arm into the like the, the left hand well? You know or? that that that's a super great question, and you just brought up uh, yes. The the answer to your question is yes. It was difficult. So yeah, the uniform is heavy. At least I'm talking about the uniforms. In the 80s. Right, yeah. I'm sure they're way advanced right now. Right. The uniform was heavy. It wasn't very breathable. It was difficult getting a left arm in. And I was always super self-conscious about it because obviously this Chucky looked disabled. <laughs> right, yeah. The, you know, this Chucky's limping a little bit. He's got, he's a little he's bit. got one his, arm His left in. arm doesn't work, right? <laughs> and, and thankfully, little kids, they don't even they have no hatred in them because they're little kids. Yeah. So they're very accepting. It's the slightly older ones, like the older brothers, the older sisters of the kid that's actually having the birthday party. Like like the 10 or 12 year old kids. They're like, yeah. Hey, they're like, I, right. Yeah. Yeah. It is difficult, man. So it was pretty wild, man. And, and, you know, if I can find it, because we moved back into our home after water damage a few months ago. Yeah. So my photo album is packed away somewhere. But if I can find the photo album, I have one of my checks from oh, back man, then. I, I was just going to ask, do you remember what your first paycheck was? Because it would be hilarious to, you know, 1735 or something. You know, like. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I remember that my, I remember that my first hourly rate. Yeah. Was three dollars and thirty five cents an hour. No kidding. And I remember how immensely proud I was of myself to get a raise to three dollars and eighty five cents an hour. Man, no kidding. That blew me away. It was amazing. But the reason I chose this story, Jonathan, is there's another part of it. Can I can I share? Yeah, yeah. Let's slide into that. Of course, there was a beautiful girl with blonde hair. Yeah. That I worked with. And she she went to a different school, so we didn't go to the same school. Oh, okay, so this is like, you know, first time you saw her because you didn't go to school together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I saw her, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're my wife. You're so <laughs> my wife, right? But, but back then, I was really shy. Really, really shy, mm, right? Mm, yeah. So every week when we got the schedules out, I'd look at the days that her and I worked together. Yeah. And then I'd build myself up to try to convince myself to ask her out. Okay. All right. On the days. And some weeks we wouldn't have a shift together, which those weeks were very darkening and sad. <laughs> right? and, and other weeks we'd have one or two shifts together. Right. So yeah. I always keep building myself up. You're going to ask her out. You're going to ask her to a movie. You're going to do something. So this went on for months, man, and I couldn't ever get. And she was always nice to me. And she was pleasant. Yeah. So, so you guys like talked and stuff at least, like you know, oh, totally. yeah, 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 yeah. And and I made her laugh, which made me think I could ask her out. Right. right? Yeah. So I made her laugh all the time. Now she could have been laughing at me, which is okay. <laughs> which is also possible. Which is also possible. So then one day I get the courage to ask her out. I put on Brute 33 cologne, which oh, is yeah. horrible, horrible stuff. But back then, I thought it was a big deal. And, you know, probably put on way too much cologne. I get all ready. I go to work. And, man, she's not there. But she's on the schedule. 
but she's on the schedule. Oh, no. And she was never late, ever. Mm, mm. So I ask people, I'm like, where's Julie? And they go, well, she's, she's not here. I'm like, where is she? So then I waited and I waited and I waited. And then I finally asked my manager two hours later. I'm like, what happened to Julie? And he just had like a dead look on his face. Mm. And he's like, I don't think I can discuss that with you. And he walked away. Oh, man, that's horrible. It's horrible. And you know what I thought? I thought, wait a minute. Because remember, I was 15, right? Yeah. I thought, wait a minute. Do they know I like her? Maybe they know I like her and she doesn't like me. And they transferred her. Right. (laughs) So all these things are going on in my mind. And then I never find out what happens to her. The next week I look at the schedule. She's not on the schedule anymore. Mm, mm. So finally I asked the manager again. I'm like, can you please tell me what happened? And he wouldn't. Later that day, as I'm working, a woman comes in, an older woman comes in. To me, she was older. She's probably in her 40s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and she's like, I'm here to get Julie's things. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did she get fired? Right? Yeah. What's going on? And so I started to eavesdrop, which let me give everyone a little secret. All people that write, all writers are really good eavesdroppers. Yeah. Because you're always listening to everything going around you. Right, right. So I started listening in on the conversation, and Julie's mom said something along the lines of, she's doing better now. She should be getting out of the hospital soon. And I'm like, hospital soon? What happened? Right. And now I'm thinking, oh, my God, my wife is hurt. (laughs) What do I do? Two, three weeks later, maybe four, five, six weeks later, one day I'm at work, and Julie shows up. She's back. No kidding. And she's got like a massive cast on her left arm, like okay. all the way up. She says hi to everybody, and she's coming back to work. And now that I'm telling the story, I'm probably thinking, I bet the manager already knew how to help her adapt to the job because he already had to teach me. Right, totally. Several months earlier. Yeah. I just thought of that just now. It's probably true, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. He's like, hey, I already got you know, one guy working for me that can use one arm, so... Now I have two. <laughs> Between the two of right. them, I have a, a fully functioning full person. person right? <laughs> so I don't hear what goes on. I don't hear how she broke it. I'm just assuming she broke it, right? Right. Well, yeah, if it's like in a cast and everything, like, oh, well, you know, in a few weeks, it'll get taken off and... And she'll be fine. And and I see her and, you know, I have no frontal lobe sometimes. So <laughs> I see her and and... I go, hey, you broke your hand. And she just started crying. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did I say? What did I do? I was just joking. And she goes to the bathroom and cries. And then people are like, hey, a-hole, what would you say to her? And I'm like, nothing. And I said, I just said, hey, you broke your hand. And they're like, you idiot. She didn't break her hand. Yeah, she broke it. But... She mangled her hand. She'll never be able to use it again. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh. So, so break took on a whole new meaning at that point. Break took on a whole new meaning, right. And, and I go, oh. And they go, don't you realize, you jerk? She doesn't even have the, the use that you have in your hand. And I'm like, oh, man. Man. <laughs> so I'm thinking I feel totally sorry for her and sad for her. 
And I'm thinking, man, I can't ask her out anymore. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Not that I don't want to. Of course I want to. But she doesn't want to date. She doesn't want to even deal with dating anyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I wait a few weeks. And a few weeks later, when she starts talking about it, she was going out with some friends. I believe there was a car accident. Mm. And her hand got pretty badly smashed. So did, did the right? cast ever come off? Was it off at the, that point? Or was it sort of like a... No, no, no. It did come off eventually. Okay. Yeah, it did come off. Okay. But but it was like, it looked like a Frankenstein hand. It looked really bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Still bruised and black and, and, you know, the bruises were starting to heal, but it just looked horrible. Yeah, yeah. And see, I find perfection in imperfection. So when she came to work for the first time, because we had to wear these long sleeve shirts that said showbiz pizza on the left breast pocket corner yeah yep and so the first time i actually saw it because she tried to cover it obviously the first time i saw it i'm like hey julie that's that's beautiful and she gave me a look she's like how dare you say that i'm like no i i think it's beautiful i do i find perfection in imperfection i always do and i'm trying to convince her that it's gorgeous it's really pretty and she doesn't want anything to do with it And then I tell her, I go, hey, listen, I've kind of gone through this, you know, my whole life. So I can teach you how to do certain things. And she just rolls her eyes. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm serious. There's a way to do certain things. And I'd be happy to to go over certain things with you. And she just looked at me and she goes, look, I never want to talk about this with you again, ever. And, you know, nothing against against you, but I'm going to try to get different shifts because I don't want to be around you. No kidding. And, and, you know, I always thought that she didn't want to be around me because she knew I wanted to date her and she didn't want me to date her. Yeah. But after she made the shift, and she did, other people said, hey, man, she feels really bad. It's got nothing to do with you. But every time she sees you, it reminds her. Of her. She's like looking in a mirror sort of thing. Like. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, really interesting. You know, I wanted this podcast just to be about my first job and the fact that I was Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and then it turned serious. For for those of you who weren't expecting a serious turn, I apologize. <laughs> but the one thing I kept trying to do with Julie is tell her, look, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. So So you don't have one hand that, that works as well as the other. So what? I yeah. don't either. Yeah. And the difference is I'm not gorgeous or handsome, but, <laughs> but you are. You're way ahead of me in that, in that world. Yeah. You know? well, she just might, you know, she might not, obviously she wasn't there yet to sort of like embrace it or, you know, she was still going through whatever stage that is, you know, when you're, you're dealing with that kind of, that kind of loss, I guess. But, you know, may, hopefully maybe now she's, uh, she's good. Well, I hope so. And and I've met people and you know people, you've met people on both sides of the spectrum, those who never get used to their disability yeah, and yeah. get really bitter. Yeah, and they're just like mis- and, they're just miserable people to be around. It's just like right, yeah. Right. And those who, you know, realize that being disabled gets you great parking and unbelievable tickets at sporting and sporting events and concerts. Oh right? yeah. And we get to cut line at the amusement parks too. And we get to cut lines. Oh, my God. You know what? Yeah, that, that's a topic for another podcast. But I have stories about that. Yeah. yeah I, the, the reason why I brought that up is because I think I think uh, me, 
Caleb and uh, some other family members are going to go to Six Flags soon. So, oh, cool. So th- I don't think they my my family doesn't realize that you know since I'm going, we're going to be able to use like the the disability wristband thing or whatever. And yep. depending on the park, the last park I went to, I, it could be me and three other people. Well, you know, Disneyland is uh, six people total. No kidding. Yeah. Man, I, I, we should just stand out the front gate and rent ourselves out for the day. Just be like, oh, hey, man. You, guys- you know what? Yeah, yeah. I would love that. <laughs> Dis- disabled guy for rent. Disabled man for rent. Do you want to cut the line? Question mark. How much do you value saving four to five hours of line standing time? Exactly. You got, you got to pay for our admission and then pay us, you know, the flat fee for the day. Yeah, pay our admission, <laughs> give us a hundred bucks, and buy us lunch, and we are good. I think we have a new company idea. Totally, totally. <laughs> you no, know, you know what? We are going. Let's do a, a theme park one eventually. That's yeah, a funny. Yeah, one. no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's for those of you out there thinking, why would you do one about cutting lines in theme parks? I'll tell you why, because one of our focuses here is to just tell people that disabled people, including ourselves, are not victims, and there are great positives in being disabled, and you should focus on your positive, not your negatives. Yeah, totally. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, and so now that I've fully stood on the soapbox, it's time to jump off and say, you know, let's uh, wrap this one up. All right, yeah, and everyone, so you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, pretty much every other podcatcher on Android. So uh, we thank you all for listening and downloading. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Uh, we thank you for everyone downloading, listening, sharing. You know, if you haven't, you know, tweeted out the podcast or liked it on Facebook, leave a comment on you know one of the on one of the posts on Facebook or retweet us, do something, you know, just spread the love a little bit on social media. We appreciate it. Uh, actually, we're also on Instagram, too, so you can find us on Limping on Cloud 9 on Instagram. Um, and uh, don't forget, toysaccessible.com. Uh, you, you already know what this is, uh, toysaccessible.com. You can go there, buy toys built specifically. In mind, they, these toys are built for children with various types of disabilities. So if you have a loved one, family member, friend, aunt, uncle, cousin, niece, nephew, whatever it is, if you know someone that could benefit from this, toysaccessible.com. Absolutely. And if you want to reach out to us, please email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And uh, everyone, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we will talk to you next episode. See ya.